what they contribute to something for the sake of the God's will, God remember forever. So anyway, that's why we need to do chaksarang. Chaksarang, no matter what, we need to do chaksarang. We miss them, love them, pray for them. And then because of that kind of degree of the longing heart, I think uh, when a right time comes, they surely will come back. And then we are still remember for them. Then Heavenly Father look at us, you know, that kind of heart is so beautiful. We still remember them, still appreciate them. And that, that is the nature of the true love. No matter what, true love never give up. Keep going, keep loving them. That is the nature of true love. 안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Today I'd like to talk about again the path of life for all humankind from True Mother's Anthology Volume 2. Let's start. The path of life for all humankind. This is why all members of the family, parents, husbands and wives and children need true love. A family formed based on true love in this way is the foundation for the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven will be established when we create the foundation of true love. This is the formula. The family is the center of the entire physical universe. People today do not realize that their family represents their country, world, and universe. They do not know that their family is the center. Breaking apart a family is an act of aggression against the country, world, and universe. Because a perfect family is the foundation for a perfect universe. A person who loves the universe as he or she loves the family can travel freely everywhere. God, as the parent of the entire universe, is in the central position of love. When a man and woman become one, centering on true love, they form an ideal couple and build an ideal family. By doing so, they stand in a position representing God and thus are connected to everything in the universe. When this happens, all of God's possessions become theirs. Think how wonderful that would be. This is the reason we naturally desire to have dominion over all creation. Men and women come together as peers to build families, societies, nations, and the world. The family centering on one man and one woman is the model for the tribe, and the tribe is the model for the nation. Families strive to achieve an ideal family, tribe, and nation. Ideal nations will emerge based on families that establish such a foundation. Thank you. Uh, then, uh, what is the meaning of a perfected uh, family? Let's summarize. It is established that a family centered on true love is the foundation of heaven. Family is the center of the entire physical world, the country, the world, and the universe. Breaking apart of family is an act of aggression against the country, world, and universe. Because of the perfect family, the foundation for perfect universe, 
A person who loves the universe as he or she loves the family can travel freely everywhere. A family centering on one man and one woman is the model for the tribe and the tribe is the model for the nation. Families strive to achieve an ideal family, tribe, and nation. This is the meaning of the perfected family. What just now Trumada talking about? Living divine principle, the meaning of the freedom uh, from the viewpoint of the principle. Let's start it. Section five, freedom and the human fall. The meaning of freedom from the viewpoint of the principle. What is the meaning of true freedom? In light of the principle, three characteristics of freedom stand out. First, there is no freedom outside the principle. Freedom requires both free will and the free actions pursuant to that will. Free will and free actions have the relationship of internal nature and external form, and perfect freedom is achieved when they are in harmony. Therefore, there cannot be any free action without free will, nor can free will be complete without free actions to accompany it. Free actions are generated by free will, and free will is an expression of the mind. The mind of an original, sinless person cannot operate outside of God's words. That is the principle. It will never express free will or generate free action apart from the principle. Undoubtedly, the freedom of a true person never deviates from the principle. There is no freedom without responsibility. Human beings created according to the principle can reach perfection only by fulfilling their responsibility based on their free will. Accordingly, a person pursuing the purpose of creation as prompted by his free will ceaselessly strives to carry out his portion of responsibility. There is no freedom without responsibility. There is no freedom without accomplishment. When human beings exercise freedom and carry out their responsibility, they strive to accomplish results which complete the purpose of creation and bring joy to God. Free will ceaselessly pursues concrete results through free actions. Let's study uh, for others who are based on uh, this guidance. Freedom exists to please the whole. Do you understand freedom? For students, freedom can exist in the situation that they obey the rule of the school. When they go to school, they have to obey the rule of the school. Freedom exists for happiness of the whole. It is not for happiness of the individual. Freedom exists to make the whole students be better. Therefore, freedom has to multiply good. It has to bring into multiplication of goodness. Freedom cannot exist without the principle, responsibility, and multiplication of goodness. Freedom can exist when you take responsibility. If you broke glasses, you have to take responsibility for that damage. You cannot say, I broke glasses freely. What's wrong with it? 
That action is contrary to the laws of nature. The next is the profit for the whole based on multiplication of goodness. We need those three conditions definitely. Yes. For students, freedom can exist in the situation that they obey the rule of the school. Therefore, when they go to school, they have to obey the rule of the school. Freedom exists for happiness of the whole. It is not for happiness of the individual. Since freedom exists for the sake of the whole, it has to multiply good. It has to bring into multiplication of goodness. Freedom cannot exist without the principle, responsibility, and multiplication of goodness. If you break, if you break glass, glass at school, you have to take responsibility, you know. You can't escape responsibility just because you broke the glass freely. Therefore, you must take responsibility for the actions you take. There is no freedom without responsibility. Next. Our love can bring into the best freedom. In the Unification Church, members have to follow all kinds of principles that Reverend Moon proposed. Freedom can exist based on principles. Freedom can exist only after they take responsibility for principles. You cannot do that with evil. Freedom can exist based on multiplication of goodness. People have to obey the rule of America in America. When American people go to Asia, they have to obey the rule of Asia. They have to adapt themselves to circumstances in Asia and obey the rule. Then, what is the best freedom? Only love can bring into the best freedom. Yes. In the Unification Church, all blessed family members have to follow all kinds of the principles that Reverend Moon proposed. Freedom can exist based on these principles. We must know that the reason for granting freedom to human beings is to multiply goodness and true love with a voluntary mind and heart through that freedom. Then among these freedoms, which bring the greatest freedom, only love can bring the greatness, the greatest freedom. What we need to know clearly is that if we love people, we become free, right? If you love everything, you have the freedom to pass anywhere. If you do not love a place or someone, you are not free and you will stop moving. In that sense, only true love can bring the greatest freedom. Where there is true love, there is a freedom, right? So who is the champion of true love? God. That's why you believe in God. If you possess the God and you love everything, you can feel true freedom. Today's youth ministry, how can I have a heart of the compassion rather than a heart of rebooks? Also very important content Let's study. Become a person of faith that God can trust. We who live in the age of Chanukuk must truly become trustworthy children in God's eyes. 
Those of you who live in the golden age with true mother, don't you know how precious the present time is? How much do you value the time currently given to you? If you cherish this time as God desires, and if you abide by the heavenly rights and conditions, which are the basic principles of being a blessed family, how trustworthy will you look in God's eyes? If you become such a trustworthy person, God will forget all your mistakes in the past. The same is true for human society. If a child always worries his parents, but then repents on some occasion, correctly distinguishes between good and evil, and is loyal and obedient as the parents want, they will have faith and expectations in him again. Yes. God has absolute faith that even though human beings have fallen and become children of Satan who commit all evil things, someday all human beings will return to God and become his children. Wow. God has that kind of absolute faith. Even though now you are under the Satan's children, but originally you, you are my sons and daughters. And there is someday will come back as long as I never give up you. Wow. God has that kind of absolute faith. I trust the original mind. Someday you will come back to my bosom. Wow, his absolute faith is really great. If God didn't have such expectations and hopes for fallen people, restoration of humankind would be impossible. True parents said that if only one nation which God can, which God can govern directly is established, the sins of all mankind can be forgiven in on instant based on that standard. Therefore, we who live in the age of Chanilgu must truly become trustworthy children in the eyes of God. So if we live in the golden age with the true mother and find and establish a substantial Chanilgu, God will be able to forget our wrong past and all the sins of our ancestors all at once. All at once. And it means that the sins of all people can be forgiven at once. To do so, we must find and establish a substantial nation. And the heavenly God and true parents need to have substantial foundation that can forgive any human kind of sin. Past the sin, your ancestors sin, and anyone living in spiritual world, he can forgive if there is some certain substantial standard. When a kingdom of God is found and substantially established, the surrounding kingdoms under the Satan's dominion collapse one by one like dominoes. Therefore, we must become figures of the faith that heaven can trust and bring about achievement in finding and establishing a nation. Even though we know the will of God and true parents, if we distrust each other still and cannot become one, we will eventually become pitiful people. If God expects us to be different after we know his will, but then we are still ruled by our fallen nature, 
how sorrowful God must be for us. Next. How can I have a heart of compassion rather than a heart that rebukes? We must become figures of faith whom heaven can trust. Even though we know the will of God and true parents, if we distrust each other and cannot become one, we will eventually become forlorn people. If God expects us to be different after we know his will, but then we are still ruled by our fallen nature. How sorrowful God must be for us. How can we have a heart of compassion in an environment where we always have no choice but to rebuke people when we deal with them? First, you need to understand the background of each individual's ancestors. Some people are born as descendants of sinful ancestors and are paying indemnity, carrying a heavy cross that no one can understand. Some people, under the influence of bad ancestors, unintentionally rebel, sin, and act self-centered. Children born from the same mother's womb are all different from each other in the background of their ancestors. The cross and course of indemnity that each of them must go through no one can restore it if they do not know of this background and just blame the people of their mistakes and sins. Yeah, thank you, Heavenly Honey. Continue. Things we must reflect on. We tend to groan when we see children who do not move according to their parents' wishes and do not go on the path of filial piety. Sometimes there are tears in the eyes of parents when they see their children rebel and insist on getting what they want. In church, it is easy to be rebuked and judged when church members do not unite with the pastor and assert themselves. As you observe these results, how much you cried before judging your children as parents or each member of your church as church leaders. We must reflect on this. Yes. Very important content. I think let's summarize again. What must you do in order to have a heart compassion towards the faults of others? First, you need to understand the background of each individual's ancestors. Some people are born as descendants of the sinful, sinful ancestors and are paying indemnity carrying a heavy cross that no one can understand. Some people under the influence of the bad ancestors unwillingly rebel, commit sins, and act self-centeredly. Children born from the same mother's womb are all different from each other in terms of the background of their ancestors the cross and course of indemnity that each of them must go through. Even though same children have different ancestor background according to true parents' guidance. If you do not know each person's ancestor and the background and their upbringing and just blame them for their mistakes and sin, no one will be able to restore them. When a pastor sees church members who do not unite with the pastor and church members who assault themselves, it is easy for them to be rebuked 
and judged. You, as a parent, you must first cry for your children, and you, as a church leader, must first cry for your church members before judging them. That's why Father said, if you see someone's background, why he committed sin, why he betrayed God, why do all kind of bad things? If you check that person's background, when you have a spiritual eye and can see that person's background, everybody understood. That's why before judging them, so we need to understand their background and the sympathy, and we need to have a heart of the compassion. Heavenly God, this is not their problem. And then sympathize them and then still give a chance to them. Right? And then treat their sin as my sin. Their wrongdoing is my wrongdoing. This kind of a heart of the compassion. Understand him. And I have to be patient and patient and patient again. And then really need to cry. Need to cry for them rather than just only blaming them and judging them. This is a very important attitude. You know? My, do you understand what I True Father often scores us, but his heart of the compassion great, greater than judgment. That's why everybody follow true parents. Right? But fallen men, judgment, your judgment much greater than about the heart of the compassion. That's the problem. That's why when we deliver with our children, when we deliver with our friends, when we deliver with our members, do we have this kind of heart of the compassion or not? When we truly understand their background, if they, if someone grow, grown up without mother or someone grown up uh, without any parents, and then his environment is so totally really, uh, really serious problem. If you understand that person's background and the background of the growth, we can understand. That's why even God, you know, not simply judge any human being. He has a heart, compassion yeah, toward the fault of others. You know, he has a more heart. He has a more love, more understand each one of the human being. That's why he's the parent of all mankind. Our true parents have that kind of the heart. Problem is, my judgment more greater than the heart of the, my compassion. Then you will be judged. We need to understand this point very, very clearly. Yeah, today we learn very important how can we have a heart of a compassion toward the fullness of others. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you so much, Dr. Young, for that wonderful message this morning. So now for our living testimony, which will be given by Francis Marsal for Heavenly USA and Israel. Okay. Good morning, families. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, oh, I'm a little bit out of breath. <laughs> so um, I just want to report we just we just uh, finished a uh, uh, family workshop in Colorado, so the Heavenly Way 
we are all in Estes Park on the, on the way to Chicago. We are such an incredible family workshop, so we're so excited. So I want to report about our pilgrimage. This was uh, uh, from the 17, March 17 to the 27, and uh, our, our goal was, so our theme of this pilgrimage was to inherit the love of Jesus. And first of all, I'm so grateful. We want to really, I want to really express my gratitude to all who support our pilgrimage. And that began 24 days before we began our pilgrimage. We, the Heavenly Sea went on the, on the fundraising and then we prepared beautiful flyer. And from this flyer, we explain why we go to Jerusalem and then one of the purpose was to collect prayer. And we ask uh, the customers if any, any prayer that we could offer for them. And over the 24 days, we collect over 600 prayer and incredible. And uh, one of the uh, condition was to bring all their prayer to the uh, Western wall, which is, you know, worldwide people from everywhere coming to pray. Uh, this is the last remain of the of the temple, and uh, so it was not just a sizing, but we truly was it was we were truly moved. Uh, one also one of the purpose we brought actually one bishop with us, Bishop Barker from the Consuming Fire Ministry in Brooklyn, and uh, Minister Michael White is is uh, music ministers from Brooklyn, New York. And uh, an incredible thing, we live together. You know, we have a one Airbnb, so we live together. And then we had a Hindoke together. And uh, we read the life and mission of Jesus Christ every day uh, for about 40 minutes, one hour. And then we had discussion. Sometimes the discussion will be over two hours. And also, luckily, had uh, also... Uh, uh, Pastor Levi, Dorothy, and Claire with me also with Heavenly Race. That was such a, a precious time. And then, uh, so we, we prepare a video for that. We, I would like to show the video. And then before that, there's, uh, you know, when we collect our prayer, actually, uh, this one, we, we received so many messages either before we left or after we left, especially we send a message after we offer our prayer. To, uh, to everyone that we connect. And uh, we received a beautiful letter from, from one of one of customers. And uh, I just want to read this, very exciting. Uh, this is addressed to Tadahiro, uh, Tada. I'm, I'm excited to be part of your pilgrimage in Jerusalem. Thank you for stopping by my work to spread that perfect word. Seeing you and other disciples at the center of the world, as Paul called it, bring joy to me and those around you. you your story regarding some young moon and his holy ground photo has brought a new excitement in my family. And I want to tell you that I hope this trip brings clarity in the teaching of the Bible. Isn't God telling us to love everyone and that a person as small as ourselves has the power through God to end all wars and all controversies. If we believe this, then we believe that God's promise of holiness will fill every nation and we will have everlasting life. I'm very blessed 
that I was able to hear your testimony. I'm certainly feeling blessed today. I pray that God light continue to shine through you, sincerely, Wesley Mora. And then I, I, I wish I would have enough time to read many, 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 many more letters from customers that were very touched by our experience. So, yeah, I think one of the uh, essence of this pilgrimage was truly to live with the ministers and how touched they were by, by us, especially serving. You know, I remember Selena, you know, giving massage to the bishop and the bishop will ask about the blessing about Father and Mother Moon and then and, and through all those stories, it would be, it was very incredible. So yeah, because of time, I like now to share, we prepare a video with some testimonies from my heavenly USC member and from our bishop and ministers. So I'd like to now uh, pass on and then we can see that video. Thank you. to Israel I realized that more than like more than theology or the way we the things we believe in or the things that or the way we think is the power and supremacy of true love like if I'm it's not about like who's right but like what 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 is right you know like loving your brother while I'm here like it made me think like um, wow all these places that we're visiting exist because of Jesus's love and of Jesus giving his life for all of us and for everyone and so like the fact that like, I'm here is because Jesus gave his life and like it's not just supposed to like stay in Jerusalem to just to stay in Israel but I too need to be able to give my life or give my time and give my energy for the people that I'm with. On the third day he rose and allowed basically for us to be here in a sense and yeah just like all of these places in Israel and all that, all these places where they weren't really sure where Jesus did this or that or that exactly. All these different denominations have these different ideas or concepts or just different places that they say something happened. But it was like really incredible to think about that we were in that area where Jesus did all these things and that this is what was able to transpire and what allowed us to ultimately be here to each of you and myself and just alive and breathing and enjoying. What really shocked me was how there's all these different religious beliefs that are all living in one place and they all have very beautiful aspects to them and they're all unique and they all shine in their own way. But at the same time, I could feel in my spirit that this is not God's desire for there to be all these different religious beliefs being used in a way to divide people. And that's what I felt, like there was a spiritual division. But that's when I was able to realize Jesus' heart. 
where you know we say a lot that Jesus loves the world, that he came because God loved the whole world, and Jesus loves the whole world. But actually, loving the whole world is is so much bigger than I actually understood. And I also say it a lot too. I also said it a lot. Like I want to love the whole world, but to love the whole world means that it's loving all of these people in their own different cultures and religions. It's loving people on both sides of the conflict. It's loving people, knowing their their faults and knowing their evil tendencies too, and being able to embrace all of that and taking responsibility. For all of that, that's what it means to love the whole world. It brings Jesus to surface, and it and it helps us to understand who Father Moon is, based on the knowledge that uh, True Father has given us about Jesus. You can't just talk about somebody the way he does unless you really have not just know him, but you become one with him. And and to see that working in the in the Heavenly USA's life and um, uh, with the ministers here with us, it's just beyond you know uh, description in words. It's something that you have to experience. You guys are awesome, and um, it's a it's been a blessing. And I tell anybody who asks me about you guys, Heavenly USA. It's been a blessing meeting you, you know. There are some people you meet and you want to just, okay, you just want them to be, you want to be done and go. But with you, I want to stay. I want to keep coming back. And off the spiritual track, back into the physical, I like the way you guys work together. There is such synergy, humility, oneness, cooperation, and I think that's a plus plus. Because as children of God, we need to be humble. We're reminded that when we humble ourselves, we're gonna be exalted. And I've seen such humility, such, such service and servitude throughout the entire trip. And it was real, because love is real. His agape love is real. There was no fake here. There was pure love, true love that Father Moon and Mother Moon have dedicated their whole lives to. And I, I can see it reflecting in all of your lives, not some, all of your lives. Put your hands together for Jesus. It's indeed a pleasure and a privilege to be back home Amen. after being so long in Israel. It's lots of walking up and down, but we had a great time. And let me tell you something, you think evangelism is only about Brooklyn? I went with Heavenly USA, they took me, they asked me to be there to go along with them. Those young people. In Israel, are you hearing me? People from all different denominations, different places were there, but they were evangelizing in Israel. Amen. We are on a pilgrimage, but they were evangelizing. You would be surprised. Those children, such boldness, and I'm saying, my God, they would run up to them and share the good news, and they took numbers. 
They got name and numbers that they have to keep down. They're keeping in touch. Mm -hmm. Names and numbers. We we did something that I think, because I've gone to Israel on more than one occasion, but we and I went to a big group, so we have never done what they did. Like in the Jaffa Gate and where there's a, a, a lot of traffic, they stood there. They sang. They were singing and praising God. I mean, everybody was passing, stopping, taking pictures. It was awesome. Then we went to another park, you know, but at uh, different parts. And they just worship and play and, and they sang and played the music. The presence of God, people were just coming up, asking, giving their names and numbers. And, and let me tell you something. You see, when you're doing anything for God, I heard it. Anytime God gets the glory, the enemy is never pleased. So I'm saying to somebody virtually or in person, when you start to get closer to God, know that the devil is becoming, because you're, 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 you're taking his place. You're, you're, you're not allowing him to get the glory. We went to one part, and a little Jewish boy, can't be more than 11 or 12, get out of here, get out of here. You killed us, you guys killed us. And he was up in somebody's face, the young people's face, but they just stayed there growling, they sat. The police officers, he called the cops, he called whoever. They came and they said, what's wrong with you? And we were on the side. We just released angels. We just released protection. We just, we were praying while they were singing. The cops came, they were enjoying the music. They said, why don't you go? Go. And he still, I mean, that's how determined he was. You killed us. You guys killed us. Da, 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 da. He kept on. The, the, the soldiers came. And that little boy was so fierce in his belief that he stood there. <laughs> and it just, the, the, the man just grabbed him and said, let go. You understand? But he was there. Now I was like, wow. Would we have such tenacity to stand and to defend our faith? 12 years old. 12 years old. And he was defending his faith, whatever he thought of, who came, who, whatever. But I want you to know that wherever we are, whether it's in America, outside of America, our lights need to shine. Amen. And this is the this is the beginning of it. One man, one soul.
Thank you so much. Thank God our heavenly USA team had an unforgettable experience. Wow, beautiful testimony. Kamsamida Francis and yeah, heavenly USA team. Kamsamida, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for sharing that wonderful video. It's so amazing to see our youth and see our community over there just really unite in Israel. So thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you, Dr. Young, for your wonderful message today. Something that I took from today's message was that a family centered on true love is the foundation of heaven. And a family living by the principle has absolute love, and absolute faith, and absolute obedience for the principle, for God, and true parents, and each other. And if we trust each other and we understand one another and our backgrounds and love one another with the same heart that God has, then the kingdom of heaven can truly land. So thank you so much, Dr. Young.